Where are you going? I'm going to pick a fight. Podcasting from the Pacific Northwest, the caffeine and Sasquatch capital of the world, and home to the world's biggest Highland Games fans. This is Fork Talk. Will you fight? A podcast about all things Highland Games heavy events, competitive throwing, and the greatest sporting event ever invented on God's green earth, Sheep. And now, here are your hosts, Big Daddy and Hoss. But they'll never take our freedom! Do the song for me. Oh, I've only got the two thing. I haven't done the whole song. So, so let us throw. So let us throw. Let us throw. Put on your hammer boots and go. The cable never bothered me anyway. <laughs> I love it. I love I'll it. Go That's going on the blooper reel right there. Oh, I I accidentally was recording. Oh, whoops. whoops. My bad. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Coconut Grove. Tonight we present those fabulous ABC recording artists, Bobby Bland and B.B. King. Thirty-six three and a half The good times roll. Let them roll because you're with the big bald national treasure and his best little buddy, Big Hoss. And they're in Victoria, British Columbia, sitting in the beer garden, drinking beer. They threw this morning and kicked the ass. Big Daddy got first place in the old band class. <laughs> I like to call it the Legends class. Speaking of Legends. Speaking of, welcome to Fork Talk with Big Daddy and Haas. We are live Live. in in the beer garden. And those are the wonderful, glorious, glorious, dulcet tones of the late, great B.B. King. The one and only B.B. King. Who has passed recently. Shouts to him, his family. He's sitting up in blues heaven, giving us some love. Yep. Yes? You know what B.B. stands for? What? Blues boy. Blues boy? Yep. Is that right? When he first came up, uh, that's what they nicknamed him. And he shortened it to BB. Very nice. Yep. As you will hear, Nation, in the background, you will hear the announcer, Carl Jensen, on the mic. You will hear the crowd in the beer garden going crazy. Sitting right in front of us is the women elite, and they are on the light hammer, and they are going to town. They are whipping that hammer like a some bitch. And there's a... There's a there's a sexy beast of a judge on that, Ray, maybe. That is one sexy dude right there. 
And you are listening to the 29th episode of Fork Talk. 29. How the hell did we make it to 29? It's fantastic, isn't it? It's and, weird. And we have the most important part of our staff here. That's right. We have with us our producer, Candy Sprinkles. Hello. <laughs> And we've got the handler of the big, bold Bulba Swan. We've got Devaline. Hey, y'all. <laughs> hey, y'all. And I am Haas, Haas, and he is Big Daddy. Haas, the one and only. And up on the hammer next is Adrian, the Haas. current world champion. H-O-S-S. There she comes. You can hear it getting excited. She's wearing a ugly yellow, kilt. Ugly tartan, yellow kilt. Yellow tartan kilt. She has a thistle socks on. She is starting her wines. One, two, three, and release. And a big high long release. Very nice. Pretty good. Single blade. She uses a single blade on her right foot as opposed to two blades. Yep. Go. I tried that today. It didn't right. work as well for me as it is for her, though. I'll tell you what, it doesn't get any better than this. Victoria, afternoon, in the sun. We're loving it. Yes! We're loving it. Ooh. We're loving it, too. And Matt. Always our favorite yeah. game of the year. And Matt Vincent just threw a big, long wait for distance. You can turn the music down. You want me to turn that down? Yeah, just a bit. Okay. We're going to come down with it. Wow, 48 feet, 2 inches in the heavyweight tradition. Wow. Oh, wait, you're going to take that down? Welcome to Fork Talk. Um, this is our annual episode where we're live in the beer garden at the Victoria Highland Games. It's the 152nd Highland Games yes, here. Yes, it is. And um, we had a wonderful time. We have shouts, of course, to the whole Victoria Highland Games Association and committee. Oh, yeah. Um, Thanks for letting us be here. Our uh, athletic director, the great Ray Thunder Thunder Shahamet. That's right. Uh, who's put on a great show here once again. He has taken this games to a new level. He really has. He's Actually, his whole crew has. He's got an amazing uh, group of uh, athletes out, uh, the um, elite athletes, both men and women, out for the afternoon. There's a good crowd out. The, the sun has just started to come out and getting everything warmed up, which is fantastic. Um, I'm sipping on a beautiful uh, Lighthouse Brewery uh, beer. I've got a 16-year-old Glenn Fittick brought to me by one of my Pole competitors. Very nice. Yes, yeah, very nice guy by the name of Mike. I can't remember his last name. Okay. But uh, anyway, he probably doesn't listen to us anyway, so uh, <laughs> I'll just say Mike Schmidt. Very good. Very good. Yeah, good good guy, real nice guy, fun to throw it. Um, we should shout out to our other staff members. Uh, we've got um, back holding down the fort in Washington is uh, intern Slim Jim. Yep. He's actually watching my dogs. We've got um, our uh, historian, Roger Saunders. We've, What's he doing anyway? Um, hopefully throwing. I hope he's not. Yeah, why not? Because the more he throws, the better he gets. That's true. Um, who else do we got? We've got uh, the uh, International Man of Mystery, of course. Miles, Miles Wetzel. Miles he's Wetzel. being mysterious this weekend. Mysterious as always. Do you know what else we have? We actually have, and we'll probably get him on. Uh, yeah, we'll get him over here in over a here second. We've got, Dom. We got, we got our security, Dom Rhino, uh, walking the fence here. We'll get him on here pretty soon. 
And then, of course, we've got our number one fan, Audrey Rose Walker. And we've got our... Walker. And, of course, her father, the great Jim Walker, who's Big our... in Jim Walker. I just like saying that name. Who's our official... Our official um, Walker. Artist. Yeah, that's, that's annoying. Walker. That's annoying. <laughs> it's www.fork-talk.com or on Facebook, Fork Talk with Big Daddy and Hoss. And I'll tell you what, um, we were here for the 150th. Yes, we were. Which was a big event. We are here now for the 152nd. Um, we have got a couple things on the agenda for today. We are going to be talking about a historical figure. Yes, we are. We are going to be... Uh, well, um, if I can get data connection, we will. We will be talking about a historical figure. We will be talking about um, some of the events around uh, the uh, Victoria Highland Games this weekend. Uh, because it's a big weekend, Big Daddy. It's a longer one than normal, this right? It's fucking beautiful up it's, here. It is sunny. goddamn blue skies. What's it is sunny. It has got a little breeze. It's probably 72 degrees. It's unbelievable. And well, what's unique this year at the uh, Bellingham, or the Bellingham, that's coming up in a couple weeks. Shall Good job, Steph. It's the Victoria Highland Games. And what's unique this year is um, this is a holiday weekend in Canada. Yeah. yeah, it's their Christmas. <laughs> it's the Canadian Christmas. Canadian Christmas, that's right. Well, most of Canada still has snow, so I don't, I don't see their, where that would be a problem. Or their memorial kind of day, I guess. <laughs> it's, the, it's, Canada May, day. it's called the May Long Weekend. There you go. Why do they call it that? And because it's Monday as a holiday, so, so it's a long weekend. So it's kind of like a memorial weekend. Pretty much. Yeah, so it's a, so a holiday on Monday, and, and the facilities here, since they've got them already, the city said, you know, well, just turn it into a three-day game. Just, yeah. just do three days. So, you've got your usual amateurs starting each morning from 8 a.m. till 12.30, and then at about 1 o'clock, the pros go on for a two-day event, and then on Monday, there's a special event. It's a combination strongman competition and sheaf exhibition. Yeah, I wonder where they got the idea to have the sheaf exhibition. That's interesting. I wonder where they would have thought about showing the greatest event on God's green earth. I can't imagine where they would think about it. Can't I can't imagine where Ray would come up with that. I can't Ray imagine Shadows. where they would come up with a bludgeoning effect that we've had on them for the last uh, five, ten years on getting a Highland Games sheaf competition on this field. Isn't that funny? I mean, for all these years, you know, we've been preaching sheaf, right? Because, right. of course, we think it's the best. Well, we don't think it is. It is the best. It is the best event in the and world. the funny thing about it is it takes a little while for these guys to realize it, and then all of a sudden we show them Hey, watch how it works in Bellingham, or watch how these shows do it elsewhere, and look at all the people who love Sheaf. Exactly. And then they do it. Exactly. You know, people like... Uh, and then oh, they take credit for it. People like, say, oh, uh, Bobby Ham, uh, or, and or uh, Bobby Dodd. Yeah. Would claim to have been, you know, the instigators of sheaf, oh, three-time boy. forks, things like that. And it may be that they used an implement that might look like a three-time fork at one point. However, 
I can assure you. Um, um, yeah, they did not do for the three-time fork like you and I have, my friend. Exactly. They? they they back in, I don't know, 1942 were trying to do sheaf right out 43 here. 43-ish. And it took all, uh, it took, you know, how many, three, four, five decades until we got involved and then boom, within like three years. Yeah. Boom, we're on the scene. and yeah, now, If now they were sheaf. so good at it, then why in the hell didn't they make it uh, a good uh, event? Because uh, I know you you and I can both recall back um, like Skagit or some of the other games where they had one fork for everyone to use, and it was a two-time piece of crap. That's right. Right? That's right. And now look at where Sheep's become. We've got forks that are $250. I know. You know, they're made, handmade. I don't, I don't know if I think I think Bobby Bobby Dodd probably spent two hundred fifty dollars on his entire garage build he's doing right now. <laughs> I think his entire wardrobe for the last fifty years was two hundred bucks. <laughs> uh, this is fantastic. Um, we uh, so there's going to be a Starlight competition and sheaf off. Yes. yes, the great Andy Vincent is walking by our booth. Andy the, Vincent, the man, the myth, the legend. He's looking good. He set a new field record. He did in the uh, Bramer Stone, set a great big by, record. By nearly a foot. He was trying to have sex with me last night, and I would not allow it. Would you not? Was that no. in your dreams? I'm why, too sexy. Why, could you want, you wanted that record as well? Up next is Heather McDonald on the uh, Light Hammer. The lovely Heather McDonald. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm actually really disappointed that her... Her choice uh, of boyfriends? Her boyfriend, uh, Wooster, was not here. Andrew Wooster. Yeah, the Wooster. Oh, well, let's give him a plug. Andrew Wooster has a business. It's called Wooster Transport. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Nice. He's known for two things. What's that? Picking up and delivering on time and early. All right. How do you like that? That's good. Another good thing about Andrew Wooster? What? You know, because he does deliver, and like Heather says, it's quick and it's fast. <laughs> so, you know, that's an endorsement. I don't. I, I can get behind that. Oh, that was... She was really, really fast on those first couple turns, and yeah, then it slowed down a tiny bit. That's because she looked over here and saw me. Uh-huh. Hey, there's Ray Shahavitz. I wonder... Maybe we should get one of these guys to come talk to us. What do you think? We will. How about we... <coughs> how about we pop out to a break here? We'll okay. get ourselves gathered, get a couple uh, mics ready. Bears. We'll get a, a fresh beer, and we will continue beer. with this. Whiskey. Very nice. You like that? We out. Out. Up next, Steph Robbins. Mock. Yeah. Ing. Yeah. Bird. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Mockingbird, don't everybody have you heard? Have you heard? She's gonna buy She's gonna me buy a Mockingbird. And if that Mockingbird don't sing, she's gonna buy me a diamond ring. And if that diamond ring don't And there he is again, the great B.B. King. B.B. Yeah, B.B. Yeah, King. Yeah. And the great Ray Maybe is right behind us and Where? delivering beer. Bless Man. your heart, honey. Ray Maybe is the shit. Bless your heart. 
Man, Ray Baby's got a nice move Welcome on that back photo. to Fork Talk, ladies and gentlemen. We are back. Back and black. We are at the beer garden. Someone has just dropped off a beer for me. I love that. That would be Devil Ange. And uh, Devil Ange. And Devil Ange. Right in front of us is the Elite Men. And they are on the Light Hammer. Better known as the Pros. Pros. And... Um, up in the uh, trig right now, the is, man mountain himself, is Robin Kniebel from Oregon, and he takes one swing, two, long and three, fourth, and, nope. he's, oh. and he holds up. You jinxed him. He doesn't you jinxed like him. It. He, doesn't like he it. was looking at your face. Yeah, he was. The great Matt Vincent is right in front of me as well, getting ready. Sitting in front of us is Heather McDonald. Heather McDonald pants and Stephanie. What's your last name, Stephanie? What's Stephanie's last name? Robbins. Robbins? Robbins. Stephanie Robbins. You just made the podcast. You're welcome. You're famous. All three people that listen to us, they know your names now. Yep. Robbins ready to go. Um, we met Robin on the boat up here, uh, the ferry boat. We met him? We've never met him before? I said, no. But lay my last. Okay. Stephanie Robbins. Gotcha. Right? We met her on the ferry boat. I already knew Robin. Did. This is her first time throwing in Victoria. She's probably having a wonderful time. Are you having a wonderful time, Stephanie? Are you enjoying yourself? She's nodding her head. She won't speak to the uh, microphone, though. No, but Heather could. She could be Heather right on that Heather just slammed the microphone down. She just picked it up and threw it down on the ground. She Why would she do that? She did a drop. I think Heather's got some anger issues, probably because she lives with Andrew Wooster. That's for sure. Of Wooster Transport, ladies and gentlemen, we deliver. We deliver quickly and fast. Ask Heather. <laughs> Sometimes too quick and too fast, but that's another podcast. Which, which he says, at least it gets it over with. <laughs> that's right. That's right. 42 seconds of fury. That includes foreplay. That is foreplay. All right, next we got Matt Doherty all the way from Nova Scotia. No. Yes. Nova Scotia? It's from Nova Scotia. Look that up, Steph. It's from... Why uh, are you looking it up? I just told you. Okay. Uh, I believe NS is the abbreviation for Nova Scotia. Thank you, Steph. There you go. Well, why is Brett in such a bad mood? Matt Doherty, I'm not in a bad mood. Have you noticed it, Steph? You think he's in a bad mood? He was in a good mood this morning. What's the matter with him now? <laughs> oh, I see. He gets his he gets his way with you in the morning, and he's an asshole in the afternoon. It's not he's true. He spent the whole morning with you. Not true. No wonder he's an asshole. See Never that? mind. See that? So you're saying that I made him into an asshole? You couldn't do that, Big Daddy. I love you too much. I think you're mad at me because I threatened you earlier. You did it. You you should have threatened me. I needed a big, swift kick in the butt. You should have slapped him in the face. That was going to happen, but I was throwing weight for hype when it was time for the camera. Thank goodness. Thank goodness <laughs> I, I, I got out of that ass-whooping by the Big Daddy. I'd have to reach up to hit you, but what the hell. I tell you what, I could listen to this BB King all day long. We're going to take that back down. It's time to get serious here. We got uh, Matt Doherty in the trig. He how about, is a fantastic How about fun facts? Thrower. Fun facts on BB King. Did you know that BB King actually was the first mayor of New York? Was he? That is a super long hammer throw. Matt Doherty is long and fast on that. Fantastic. Hey, um, so in this segment, we're going to do historical figure. Figure. 
Now, to do historical figure, uh, we, of course, have to invoke the name who shall be named. Not be named. Not be named. I want to name him. Yeah, but you're going to have to. Sir Isaac Newton. Boo. Boo. Figgy, you terrible, Fuck. awful farming, Piece turn away shit. crap, skinny weasel. And of course, if, if you're new to Fork Talk, we invoke the name of Sir Isaac Newton because he had something to do with that theory on gravity, and we don't like gravity. We are throwers. We would rather it not be something That's that right. is a principle of the universe. Um, so we all compete against gravity. We don't always compete against each other, but we always right. compete against gravity. So poo-poo to him. Rob Young with a nice, good, strong. Yeah, Rob Young's looking nice. good. Trimmed down a bit. Looking pretty good, good there. Rob. Yep. Looking good. He's going to be down in Bellingham for uh, our uh, border battle. Yes, he will. USA versus Canada in he a couple weeks. He squeaked in. He squeaked in. It's fantastic. Um, so for our historical figure, um, you know, Big Daddy, we were, uh, I was at the bar last night, and uh, just after the waitress had delivered my glorious bowl of poutine. Bowl of poutine. And, of course, poutine is the, one of the best foods ever invented on the planet. Unless you eat it four days in a row, the and fries, it tastes like shit because you're tired of eating it. You just get bound up. That's your problem. Well, who the hell can eat four days of poutine? But it's, it's, it's fries, it's gravy, it's... Bacon. Bacon, it's fantastic um, cheese curds, and it was glorious. It was super good, super good. Um, And anyway, Big Daddy will. Huh? Just one? Big Big Daddy's getting. getting Traps are the new abs, by the way. You know that, right? Big Daddy's getting a request to flex his traps. Trapezius muscles are the new abs, ladies and gentlemen, in case you're wondering. So, Big Daddy, yes. I was getting my bowl of poutine. Oh, that's right. We're talking about your poutine bowl. And the and the waitress said, hey, by the way. She said, hey, by the way, how many bowls of poutine are you going to eat, you fat <laughs> piece of shit? No, she said, hey, by the way, that Abraham Lincoln bit, <laughs> that was good stuff. That's what she said. That's exactly yes, what so, she you know, said. I keep getting that confused. Um... So, we are going to... Who is our historical figure for this particular episode, Steph? John A. MacDonald. John A. A. MacDonald. Wow, that's a good one. MacDonald. He's the founder of McDonald's. No, he was the first prime minister of Canada. Oh, the first prime minister of Canada. (laughs) Isn't that like their king? Well, it's wow. more like their president. It's like a president in Canada. Like the, the president of... The prime minister. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Is he actually a minister? No. I mean, he's like a reverend? No. No. He was, he was a lawyer. So... He is a lawyer. So he was a lawyer. He does said. he have to be a lawyer? No. So, um, Candy Sprinkles, tell us a little bit yeah, about him. Tell us about John A. MacDonald. Well, he was born in Scotland. I heard he grew up on a farm. Well, that's, E-I-E-I-O. That's... That's... that's um, <laughs> That's his first awesomeness. He's born in Scotland. He emigrated to the colony of Upper Canada. Colony of Upper Canada. You mean it was a colony of Scotland? You mean no, Arctic? a colony of the United Kingdom. Okay. Isn't that He's, called the Arctic? No. It was. It's in what now is <laughs> Eastern Ontario. Ah, okay. Eastern Ontario, otherwise known as the armpit of uh, Canada. Really? I don't know. No, you don't. Okay. He served in the legislature under the colonial... Uh, province of Canada, so he was in the 
in the colonial government. Okay. As opposed to the colloquial government? And when Canada became its own nation in 1867, he became the first prime minister. Canada didn't become their own nation until 1867? Yep. Wow, they're young. Yes. I did not know that. They were a part of England. They were an extension of the UK, United Kingdom. Sort of like England's penis. Exactly. A very long and cold one. He's credited with taking Canada from a relatively small country that was just the colonial area in the eastern part of what is now Canada. Yeah. To covering the northern half of North America. He had secured the most, by the time MacDonald died, Canada had secured most of the territory it now occupies wow. as of today. Good job, MacDonald. He's like the Not guy, you, Heather. He's like the guy who did the <laughs> whole Louisiana Purchase kind of guy. Yeah, that was Madison. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, if you're buying Canada, how much could it cost? I mean, it's a big, open, cold place. Well, well we got it for a bargain. Or I got it for a penny. Yeah. Well, they just took it over, basically, kind of like the United States did with most of... Oh, North America. oh. Did they have Indians there too? They must have killed yes. all the natives and taken it over. Oh, nice work, McDonald. Good work, yeah, nice. Um, okay, anything else there? Sprinkles? Well, mm, no. That, that's it. <laughs> I'm scrolling, okay? <laughs> that's fine. Am I, I'm right, trying to read this. So, ladies and gentlemen, basically, we're talking about the first primary minister of Canada, which essentially is like George Washington. He has yes. He has a, a peak in the Canadian Rockies named after him, Mount MacDonald. Really? Yep. Wow. But unlike his American counterpart, George Washington, no cities are named for MacDonald. That's strange. Yeah. I, I have a peak named after me, Big Daddy. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. What's it called? The Peak Abu? <laughs> it's called Big Daddy's Bulge. <laughs> anyway, he was, you know. And Matt Vincent with a big pull. Nice. nice. That, that is deep. I, uh, I love the way Matt starts off with that so kind of active fluid, not from the ground. Hey, right? What does he call that? Um, I don't know. Setup start? Is that dynamic oh, start? That's dynamic. right. I tried that once, and then I hit the trig coming around, and I almost fell over. Didn't work so good for me. Look at those people. Look at them. There is Lance Barouche. I'm putting this uh, microphone next to Heather McDonald because she ape. has really good information. What a shaved ape! Keep walking, ape. Uh oh. See, the it just dropped, Heather. That means you need to pick it up and talk to it. She threw it down. It's like you know, you drop the mic. She dropped the mic. She's out. She's just speaking. Is it working? I don't hear it. I don't either. Oh, it's on. It's picking up crowd noise. She could take it. There it goes. Nice. There it goes. Nice pull. Hey, how far was that Vincent throw? I didn't hear. I didn't either. Too busy talking. So dynamic was the start. Oh, you know where that is? Huh. Well, okay. So back to McDonald. So um, he's a, so he's obviously a organizational political badass. Yeah. He's Scottish. He's so, Scottish. So would he be a good thrower? Well, that's a good question. I mean, is he more of a dancer type or a piper type or a thrower type? What does he look like? You got any pictures there, Steph? There's a picture on a stamp. Hang on. Yeah, take a look and tell me if he looks like a thrower, a piper, or a dancer. Jay and I look more dancer-like than we do oh. a thrower. I don't look like a dancer. He looks like a piper. You look like an idiot. He looks like a piper? Oh, he's gay. 
I that guy I, can't throw. Hang on a second. He's ugly. And when I say gay, I don't mean gay as a homosexual. I mean the G H E Y gay. Okay, so first of all, he's got a he's got an, a, a fantastic mop of hair. That's a wig. It's it's uh, curly and it's, a weave. it's got a bit of a, a wing thing to it. It's a weave. He definitely has he has a prominent nose. He has a uh, bit of a weak chin. Um, he's a bit narrow in the shoulders, which is probably the big tell. Kind of narrow in the shoulders and broad in the waist. Um, but he definitely... Um, he's nothing. I'm voting no. He's a shitty... He wouldn't throw. He probably wouldn't be able to pick up the implements. No. Yep. He sucks. I'm going to I'm gonna say no, he could not be a thrower. A good statesman, bad thrower. Perhaps a lightweight, but like a really light, lightweight. He proposed that Queen Victoria would decide which city would be the Canada's capital. Wow, that's amazing. There you go. Um, okay, well, he's Scottish. That's cool. That, there's no way that guy was a thrower. No. Nope. And if he was, from that picture, lightweight. Yeah. Lightweight. Yeah. Lightweight. No. Oh, I'm not going to even. I'm not even voting on him. Oh, he was also the Earl of Funk. Dufferin. The he was the, the, Mar- the Marquis of Lorne, the Marquis of Lansdowne, and Lord Stanley of Preston. He was also the Earl of Funk, the no. Ayatollah of Rock and Rolla. He was the Earl of Douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> and you and you know what they say? It's not Parliament without a douchebag. If you know what I mean. <laughs> Okay, well... Uh, the Earl of Funk, the Ayatollah of Rock and Rolla. So, historical figure, shouts to Canada. That was inspired since we're in Canada. Canada, we love you, and we think that uh, your first elder statesman, uh, Mr. McDonald, was probably a very good leader. Yep, fantastic. But, uh, however, as a thrower, we're saying not much. Nope. So. It, you know, it wasn't easy to find a historical figure for Canada uh, other than, like, I don't know, um, Dudley Do-Right, because... Yeah. Because we were at the bar, and the, that's the best we could get out of out of the people of Canada. And the lady who told us didn't even know much about him. So no, she, knew, she is the first prime minister. That's what she. Knew. Well, you remember we did George Washington. He was six foot three, you know, kind of broadened shoulders. Yeah, you know. he was a badass. He was a badass, you know. But uh, sorry, Canada. Um, while we love you and we we love all your people and, and all that stuff, your first prime minister probably not a good me throw. All right. Well, uh, that's historical figure. In that's, a nutshell. His, that's historical figure. We're gonna go out. Uh, Kenny Sprinkles, give me a little music to go out on. I'd like a little. We're something. gonna take what doctors call a little break. Are we now? Yeah, we're gonna take a little break. Yeah. Are you sleepy, Big Daddy? Yeah, you know, a little. Uh, Big Daddy here's got his little uh, scotchy in his hands there. Yeah. Uh, the sun's beating down on him. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he's enjoying the show. All right. Well, we're out to the next segment. I'm like the Snoop Dogg of the Victoria Island Games. I'm enjoying the show, yo. <laughs> we out to the next. You're it. You're it. You're it. Quitsies. Any quitsies. You're it. Quitsies. No, any quitsies. No startsies. You can't do that. Can't do. Cannot. Stamp it. Can't do. Double stamp it. No erases. Cannot. Triple stamp it. No erases. Tell no, Blue make it no, through. No. You can't triple stamp a double stamp. You can't triple stamp a double stamp. Lord, you can't triple stamp a double stamp. Lord, Lord. That was big. And that is a big throw from Matt Vincent in the Light Hammer. Yeah. <laughs> we are back. Excuse me for that cough. 
And we have on the mic with us the one, the only, Raymond Maybe. Good afternoon. Welcome to Fork Talk, Ray. You were the judge for the elite women today. How was that? Uh, well, I'm not done yet, so it's still going well. That's true. You have what, weight over bar left, is weight that correct? Over, weight over bar. For today? That's right. And uh, Ray, you are from where? McMinnville, Oregon. And welcome. Where and, is that? And it's in Oregon. Oregon. What part of Oregon? McMinnville. Oh, you mean, is it close to that uh, little town called McMinnville? Yeah, you're not too bright. I hear they make McMinns there. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they make McMinimins there. Hey, McMinimins, yeah. Hey, Ray, so um, plug your games. You've got a games coming up here in June, do you not? I do. June 13th and 14th, we have the Newport Celtic Festival and Highland Games in Newport, Oregon. Fantastic. Beautiful Newport, Oregon, by the way. And, and Prettiest you, Highland Games on the beach. It is gorgeous. And you draw, you actually draw from even Californians come up for that. Is that right? That's right. We've got uh, we've got some good Californians coming up. Not unless we have any bad ones. But yep. um, unfortunately, the Saunders brothers won't be there. So the um, haggis eating competition is wide open. Oh, my gosh. Uh, that's right. Yeah. Old, Paul, old Paul Saunders. That's right. But we got uh, Mulrays coming up. We also got Beth Burton and crew coming up. So uh, we got a good California crew making it up there. Fantastic. Um, anybody from Idaho ever get over there, or is it mainly Washington, Oregon, Cali? Mainly Oregon, Washington, Cali, right. Mm-hmm. Very good. And are you working on any new cabers? No, actually, the quiver's full. It's about 15. Okay. I've got one blank. Uh, I was talking to Nate Cook, and he's looking at maybe needing a stick, so that might have his name on it. So uh, this is a good, let's have a little segment about this because we've never really talked about it. Um, tell us, so for those in the Fork Talk Nation who do not know, Ray is a maker of cabers, right? Yeah. That's right. probably everybody because, first of all, nobody even knows who he is. And second of all, of course, they don't know he make cabers. Well, so we're going to inform them. But we haven't yet ever on. I feel good now. I feel real good. We haven't ever on the show That's talked me about bombing. The, I'm bombing the production. That We have never yet talked on Fork Talk about the actual creation and maintenance of a caber. Much, much less. We haven't even talked about Ray Maybe because who cares? <laughs> so I, a lot of people do. Yeah. I'm <laughs> interested in that. So Ray, give us the basic, give us the basic things. How do you know you've got a good caber blank to start with? Well, first you just chop it on a tree, I imagine, right? Uh, unless it's a dead stand, you let it dry there. Like uh, most of my cabers are all lodgepole pine from Montana, mm, delivered nice. by Kevin Halsey. Ooh, from their caber. Oh, ranch. I know Kevin Halsey. Yes. Kevin Halsey, one of the dead. I've heard yeah. of Kevin Halsey. He's a great guy. Yes. yes. Okay. So he had a fire on his property, and so these are a lot of dead stands that dried out really good. Okay. And uh, my cabers are not like Doug Fur or anything else. They're very straight, okay. very little taper. So they're fairly difficult cabers when made. Okay. That's true. I've got one of my own. So, so you like a, a so it's a tree that is still standing but is dead. It's drying out. You then cut it down. It's kind of like you in bed, still standing but dead. Yeah. And then, and then you. Um, From what I hear. And then once it's so once it's down, Ray, you take it into a shop. And what's the next set of the process? You 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 have to bark it and and shape it a bit. Or yeah. Next step is to uh, take a look at the stick. Before you trim off any ends is to uh, to bark it. So use a draw knife for that. Okay. Um, it's old school, two hands on the handle, and draw the knife towards you. It's literally 
what it sounds like. Some people use uh, a sander or something, don't they? Like a, a power sander? Well, once you've got the bark off. Okay. To, you get, to off. get the bark off, you need a draw knife. All right. And it, then you can shape it with the draw knife, too. Get, okay. Get much better and more effective than a sander. If you're if you're lazy and you steal from the World Master Championships, you use a chainsaw? Yeah. If you want to do it quick you can, and get into the heartwood, oh, I, I recommend a chainsaw. Going. I see where I this do. is going. I recommend okay. a chainsaw. Okay, good. And then so after you've done the draw knife and you've got the bark off, then what's the next step? Uh, well, then uh, actually some rough dimensions. Checking it out, seeing if you need to shape it for taper. Okay. Uh, and then figuring out where you want to, what kind of stick is going to come out of it. Okay. Uh, length, uh, you can check out the taper, figure out where you want to cut, and figure out the actual dimensions. I actually uh, created a program to figure out and estimate my caber uh, dimensions. Of course wow. you did, because you're an engineer. That's right. And it's called a conical frustum. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so what is this, what I call my trademark? penis. We'll have, you, have, you, have you registered this with the patent office? I have You not. notice once we start talking about hard and wood, Stephanie jumps right yeah, in. Yeah, Kim Sprinkles jumps in and says, let's talk about that wood. Oh, hard. Let's talk about it, Ray. Whoa. So, Ray, what about, so what are some of the dimensional parts uh, that go into that program? What was that called again? A conical what? Conical thrustum. Conical thrustum? So, <laughs> I think I'm going to name my penis that now. So, my conical thrustum. So the length is a particular... Hey, Angie, come it, here and get out of my conical thrustum. Yes. So what it would be is the uh, the length, the butt Ooh, diameter, the length of the butt. Ooh, yes. and, and Jay, don't get excited. The, the butt tip, diameter. The yeah. tip oh, diameter. Oh, just the tip. The tip that's diameter. Just the tip. That's right. Yep, okay. Just uh-huh. the tip, please. I'm so right. sorry I even brought this topic up Just right the tip. Just uh-huh. the tip. And then, and then the average density of the wood. Okay. It doesn't, <laughs> so. How do, you, how do you find so, the density? Do you weigh it? Uh, he estimated it based on the wood this type. This interview is going okay. to hell in a okay. Ray, But, Ray, is the center point a part of that, where, where its balance point is? No? Well, yeah. If you've got the length and then the butt diameter and tip diameter, you <laughs> then can calculate the center of mass. So let can me see you? if I get this straight. If oh my you gosh, know that is how awesome. long the tip is and you know how big the butt is, you can figure out how to get the tip into the butt. That's kind of like anal sex. Oh, my God. From what I hear. Yeah, hey, this so is a family wrong. podcast. No, it's so not. I'm wrong. trying to get an explicit rating. The only way I'm going to do it is by saying stuff like this. Fuck, 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 Okay, fuck. okay. So, yeah, hang on there, Tourette's boy. So then. I do not have Tourette's, motherfucker, cocksucker. Okay, so, Ray, then um, what is the next step? Conical thruster. Then you quit listening to Jay. Yes. <laughs> and, and, I'm backing um, away from the microphone. And then you got to shape the tip. Shape the tip. You yep. need to treat the tip gently with a, with a hatchet. Okay. Oh, Ouch. Really? You do it with a hatchet? I do. I do the rough hewing with a, cha- with a hatchet. Okay. Right. Yeah. Do, you, do you do any kind of smoothing of it after that with a sandpaper yeah. or anything? No. I'll, I'll hatchet it. I'll use the draw knife, and then I'll use a rasp. Okay. Yes. And then sanding. Wow. Fantastic. Yeah. And then and then what's the you final the back step? back and forth motion like this when you're sanding it? Yeah, they can't see that on the lot, podcast. I can see it on the podcast. A lot more range, Jay. More range. <laughs> and then what's the final step? Do you actually then coat it with something? Do you, like, or glue the cracks or do you put, fill it? Yeah. So uh, as it dries, it does crack. And so uh, it's almost like a weld. You have to use that uh, a glue and pour some in the crack. Okay. And let it sit and let it dry and then do another pass and sit and dry. Okay. And it can take weeks wow. to really fill a large crack. Really? Well, right. That's what Jay always said. Yeah. It takes weeks to fill a small crack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he would know. Yeah, weak, kind of like that joke. Nice try, Lathrop. Yeah. <laughs> so once once those cracks are filled, yep. then, then you need uh, to 
get the suppleness back in the wood. Yep, always. Right, right? with a little um, linseed oil, linseed oil and turpentine mix. Linseed oil and turpentine mix. What's the mix? Is that a secret or? It's a secret because you don't want too much turpentine. Okay. You want just enough to help penetrate yes. the wood. God, yes. This is the most uh, bizarre conversation Penetrate ever. the wood. This you is, started it. This is the best conversation ever for Jay because it, it has innuendo after innuendo. Do you use like a glaze to cover up the shaft? Once, yes. <laughs> once that's done, I wipe it down. And do you then, use a back and forth motion when you're wiping or do you use circular patterns? Well, I do towel off, yes. You towel it off? <laughs> Ooh, yeah. <laughs> So, Keep talking. Keep talking, please. I never I'm thought I would actually feel revulsion about talking about Kaber. I'm almost there. Shut up. So, so once you're toweled off and you've had your smoke, oh. yes. then you get out the spar varnish. Ooh, spar do, varnish. Do you smoke after you have sex? I, I never know. looked. I don't know, baby. I never looked. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so spar varnish. Spar varnish. Mm. And you seal it up with some spar varnish. Oh, yes. And that makes it nice and shiny. Yes, yes. And then you can polish your wood. Yes, polish that polish. wood. Polish They're it. They're very well polished. Polish it, you bad girl. I that feel like I so feel like bad. we're talking about sweaty balls. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes, it does. It, it does sound like we're talking sweaty about balls. There are no sweaty, sweaty balls, balls on the cavers now. No. Um, that is awesome, right? And so, do you video any of this? <laughs> I'd be interested in buying a copy if you and did. Yeah, in the adult channel. <laughs> Oh, and Matt Doherty goes for a big long. Ooh, that was a big one. That's a big one. Very nice. That almost hit the baseball field. That's gonna be that's gonna be one hundred and forty plus. That's one forty. Yeah, let's plus. wait for the let's wait for the score. Hang okay. on, we're here. Here, here it comes. Just hang on there, Ray. One forty one and a half. One forty one and a half. How do you that's like amazing. that, Matt? Forty one and a half. Wow. I told you. That's huge. That's because you read Steve Conway's lips. That's because I watched it. So, Ray, let's say that someone is lucky enough to have uh, purchased or uh, an AD has uh, cabers of that caliber. Then what is the best way to take care of them? Uh, Don't leave them in the rain or on the ground. Don't break them. So don't do everything that I do. Are you okay leaving them outside, though? Yes. As long as they're covered? Yes. Most of mine, all of mine are outside. Are they? Undercover. Okay. Just like his kids. He leaves them outside. Just let them in. Yeah. So so that's okay, Big Daddy, because you have yours at least in the shed there. Well, I'm a stepdad. I don't really have to be that nice. Okay, so the bar's not really high. As long as they're uh, undercover, they can be inside or outside. That's right. Okay, that's right. Very good. So you should put your wood undercover. Yes. Put your wood undercover when you're not using it. Right. And you can stack your wood. Can you? Yes. I'd like to see that. Just don't cross the streams. <laughs> yeah, that'd be gay. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, that was very insightful. Thank you very much, Mr. Maybe, on You're your uh, Gaber. Uh, yeah, that's good stuff. Conical I, thruster. I'll I never forget that. I term. hadn't thought about that, but that we've never talked about the making of Cabers before, and that was really cool. Well, Conical you know, I never, I never thought much about it, but I mean, I know. I, I'm gonna, in all honesty, I'm gonna say this: of all the Cabers we've ever had. Uh, I've never, ever in my life seen a Ray Maybe manufactured caber break or crack. No, never. They're, they're great. They're, they're well, one of the well best built. cabers well you'll built. ever get. I have, I bought a caber from him, what, five years ago? Uh, yeah, it was early. It was our first days of the drop deads, I think. Yep. yep. It's a beautiful caber. 
maintains. I, I still, I was, I could, I was throwing up until last week. The thing doesn't rattle. It doesn't do anything. It's perfect. I've, so you like handling my wood? No, it's my wood. I bought it off. Oh, okay. Well, and they're some of the best-looking cabers that I've seen. They That's are true. actually when when you see a maybe caber, they've got that shine to it. Yeah, they're pretty. Yeah, that's true. Now we have two of them. I'm sorry, I, I bought one for Devil Ange as well, and that thing that thing really holds up because we've had some uh, novice type women throwers pulling on it, and I mean they'll drive it into the ground, and that thing takes a beating. Nice. All right. Well, that's really the test of a good caber. Is how many people that don't really throw caber get a hold of it and just, you know, trash it and it just holds up. Very true. Very true. All right. Well, that is the end of this particular segment. That was fantastic. I need to go smoke. Ray, maybe thank you for being Cheers. on the mic with us. And, uh, yes, Jay, let's go smoke with all that talk of wood. Yes, indeed. Thank you, Mr. Maybe. This is the same song that uh, your wife sings every night. How Big Daddy, how dare you? How very dare you? The thrill is gone, hey, Big Daddy. Big Daddy. You're ruining the joke stuff. The thrill is gone. I'm not looking at her. The thrill is gone away. You know you've done me wrong, baby. And you'll be sorry someday. Got room for one more if you still want to go to Aspen. Where did you find that? Some kid back in town. Traded the van for it straight up. I can get 70 miles to the gallon on this hog. You know, Lloyd, just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber, you go and do something like this. And totally redeem yourself! <laughs> okay, and we're back into the Bellingham Highland Games. Here we are, back in Bellingham. The, back the Highland Bellingham. Games the pros of Victoria. The pros have moved over to... Do you realize what you just said? You said we're at the Bellingham Highland Games. Who said that? You did. You did. Sweet. <laughs> let's start over then, shall we? There's no, a, let's keep running with it. There's an opening in the perimeter, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. We're here at Bellingham, Victoria, at the level. Hang on, I got Bellingham on the game since it's coming up. <laughs> That's all. Okay, and we're back at the Victoria Highland Games, yes. the 152nd in Victoria, British Columbia. And uh, the pros have moved over to the WAB, the weight over bar. Yes, they have. And they are at, I think, about 14 feet. 14 feet, 1 inch. And the men and women are moving in and out together in the same heights. And with us, finally, on the mic, is our security officer, Rhino. A.K.A. Dom Origato. How's it going? That's all you got to say is how's it going. No, but, the, you know, the perimeter is secure. Thank you. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> so tell me about your swim this morning. 
my swim. He went for a swim? Yeah, he was, uh, you know, because the border, you know, between Washington and uh, Canada. It's called the Straits of Juan de Fuca. It's watery, and so he's, when, he, when he secures the border, he actually has to swim part of it. Does he? That is a fact. Yes, yes. that is a fact. Uh, wow. I ride my moose. How was it? Oh, you ride your <laughs> moose? I ride my moose. Is that when you get out? You ride your moose? Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I ride my moose across the strait. You ride your moose across the strait. That is, that is correct, sir. Unlike you, Jay, who rides a moose knuckle across the state. <laughs> that's not even, that's not nice. That's funny. It is it funny, is, but it's not nice. It's humor. Hey, hey Dumber, so how is, <laughs> thank you, Angie. What'd you say? It says better than a camel toe. That's right, it is better than a camel toe. Thank you very much. So, Dom, how is the weekend going so far? The weekend has been amazing. The weather is amazing. Yep. The crop. talent is amazing. Fork Talk is here. Yeah. That's right, baby. Need you see more. How about that Legends class? The crowds are amazing, are too. They're, they're sitting up sexy. festival across the way, watching. Do you know who your current reigning 50-year-old plus legend champion is? Uh, Ray, maybe. Tell me. You're looking at him. It, it could have been Ray, maybe, but it, no, it was Jay, the Big Daddy O'Neill. The national treasure. Yep, national bad back treasure. and all. Back was jacked up this morning. You know what? I could have quit, but I decided no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick in there. With, with tears in your eyes. Yeah, with tears in my eyes and a song in my heart. So, Dom, what's the story with this, um, this new local municipality law on the, on the beer? Because we're in the beer garden drinking and, beer, and as we've uh, proposed and and put to many many people, the best thing you can do is put a beer garden along one area of your throwing field. We invented it. And But this year you can get a beer and as long as you have your bracelet you can walk all over the park. Is that right? Well, yes. In theory there's two types of, of uh, liquor licenses you can get here in BC now. Um, one is a restrictive type license where you, you have a beer garden and you're restricted to the beer garden. The other is an open license which allows you to walk around the festival grounds with your beer. Is that a new thing or is it just something they just didn't want to pay for? It's something they started this year. Okay. Oh, interesting. Yeah. It's a really a good idea. How progressive of Canada? Speci- or specifically BC. Well, you know what? We've been to games like that, though. We've been to games that and, actually had yeah. open beer garden where you could buy a beer and walk anywhere. You know, true. in Oregon. Yeah, in it's Oregon. A, it's a it's a good litmus test for us this year. Yeah. We'll see how it works out. Hopefully, everybody's going to be responsible. And I'd be really interested in finding out how beer sales go. Like, if there are more, or you know. Yeah, that'll yeah. be interesting, though. No, yeah, so. that, that would be uh, that would be a good beer sales good can idea. be a significant portion of the revenues that uh, a game make on the weekend or their portion of it. You would think. I don't know how Bellingham, uh, if they have a share in the Lighthouse stuff. or I don't know if Bellingham does. I don't know. <laughs> I what, think, what do you what do you think? Uh, I don't Jay? know. Bellingham's weird. I, it's I a, it's got, a weird part of Canada. I've never got, I'm sorry. I have Bellingham on the games because it's coming up. I'm like all about getting ready for it. Sorry, Victoria. Actually, ladies and gentlemen, let me explain. Uh, my, my partner in crime, Hoss, here, he does have Bellingham uh, Highland Games on the mind. We've been working, you know, very diligently on getting it ready for our throwers. But we're in fucking Victoria, Brett, so okay, goddamn okay, get with okay. it. Okay, Victoria, Victoria, Victoria. I know, but Dom's a part of our crew, and so I'm just feeling like I'm at home. That's how much I love this place. I feel like I'm at home. We you, are at home. You, you are at home. You are at home. <laughs> we're official Canadians. That's right. So the crowds seem decent size this year, Dom. They don't seem any smaller, you know, than normal. No, the stands are packed. Big. Yeah, there's the bleachers not. are packed. The, the beer garden, if you look behind you, the beer garden the beer is jam packed. packed. Jam packed. Yeah. Standing room only here it's right wall now. Wall to wall people here. Yeah. 
pretty amazing. It's a good draw. Always a good draw. Saturdays are great. Yep. Sundays are you, Sundays are okay. How Saturday do you think better. Monday's going to work now with this extra with day? I'm not, I don't know. We'll have to see. Uh, I don't know who's going to who's going to come out for it. Hey, I got a question about that. So Monday, right? You guys are having another event. You're having the strongman show. That's correct. Now. Is the rest of the Highland Games closed? I mean, you're not going to have like tents and no. Tent we're plants? still going to we're still going to have stuff uh, up at the, on the grounds here. Oh, really? Yeah, there's still going to be vendors here. There's oh, still, no way! It's good. There's going to be limited, but so it's this not is the first year of that, though. That is correct. Right. Yeah. Is yeah. there going to be a beer garden? Oh, yes, there is. I believe there is. Oh, oh very good. Amazing. We can just stay right here then. Yeah, you stay here. I'm, not, I'm just going to get our sleeping bags. I'm just going to sleep right here. <laughs> that's, a, that's a plan. All that's weekend long. Yep. Yeah, and that's our novices are Monday. The, the uh, sheaf challenge is Monday. Sheaf. And the, uh, and the strongman challenge. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to be, be an interesting Monday. Better be careful because I'll call the Lao. You're going to call the Lao? The Lao. The Lao. Well, you're going to be the Lao. The Lao. Hey, what time does the strongman show start on Monday? 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock in the morning. 10 o'clock in the morning. Nice. Oh, that's a civilized time to yeah. start. Do you, have, uh, do you have a list of events that you know of? Uh, not off the top of my head, no. That would be Ray. That's interesting because you are basically in charge. Uh, I am second in charge. I'm uh, more in charge in the perimeter. Perimeter security. Well, I'll tell you what. Since you don't know your job, I'll go ahead and spell oh it out for goodness. you. At 10 o'clock, oh they've goodness. got the Victoria Sheaf Challenge. 10 o'clock. First thing. They also Sheaf. have the uh, Men's Novice Heavy Events. Okay. Uh, there will be the Husafell Stone Carry at 10 a.m. It's a beautiful Husafell Stone, 330 pounds, it, I believe. Yes. Oh, it's gorgeous. Yes. How can you do both at 10 a.m.? How can you do the sheaf and... They're going to have the sheaf challenge on one area of the field. They're going to have Husafell Stone on the other well, side. Well, Jay is going to be holding the stone in one arm with a fork okay. in the other. Pretty much. Yes, okay. And then they're going to have, the, at 11 o'clock, they'll have the uh, keg for height. It'll probably be a Lighthouse uh, Brewery keg, That's I imagine. That's exactly what it's going to be. Nice. Um, Lighthouse That's Brewery. Lighthouse Brewery, of course, Stop one that. of the number one sponsors of the Victoria Island game. That is a yes. fact. Not let's have, let's, you know what? Let's all have a drink to the Lighthouse Brewery people. Not the Bellingham Games, the Victoria Highland Games. <laughs> yeah, Victoria Games. <laughs> That'd be here's the, here's the Lighthouse Brewery. Here's That'd the Lighthouse. Be, lighthouse what? Ting, ting, what? Ting, ting, ting. Uh, Dan Williams just went over on the side sling. That's weird. All right, so then there'll be a last man standing farmer's walk. Can you explain that event? No. Okay, well, I'll help you with that. Basically what happens is they'll have a certain distance, and they'll load up the farmer's walk, and they'll keep loading it up until you can't walk anymore. The next one will be is the... Is true? Yeah. They'll call it the log press. They d- <laughs> the log press, you'll have three attempts, kind of like a powerlifting meet, like a squat or a bench press or a deadlift. You'll is have it three standing? attempts. It is standing. It's a standing log press. Right. The seated log press is a little different, and they only challenge that in Nova Scotia. See, and you're sitting. You're sitting. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yes. You're on your rear end with your legs out in front of you. Oh, my goodness. Huh. Two, two men hand you the log, and you press it overhead for a single rep. Wow. It's amazing. The current world record is about 1,500 pounds. Wow. It seems like that would be harder than the standing log press. You would imagine. Well, it's Nova Scotia. Everything's tougher in Nova Scotia. <laughs> Everything. Everything. Including Matt Doherty. The people are tougher. The Matt, women are tougher, that's for sure. They're Matt, bigger and stronger. Matt, they Matt got Doherty women? may be the softest thing to come out of Nova Scotia. Soft. That's not nice. I don't think so. I think Matt Doherty will punch oh, you right in your face. <laughs> Candy sprinkles. <clears throat> and then at 2.30, they're going to end the day with the 2.30. It's called the Strength Medley. Strength Medley? And that will be a medley. series of carry and pull events. So you're going to actually... They're going to pull a sled, correct? 
and then uh, put a, a, an implement in there that's heavier, and then put another one in there. And oh, really? And then yeah. you know what I heard because heavier. that's a, you know I heard because that's a medley. They got a special guest coming into town. Medley. Bruce Jenner. <laughs> yep. What does Bruce Jenner have to do with medleys? Well, he was part of the uh, decathlon. At That's the not time. a medley. What do you think? You're thinking it's of a, swimming. It's, a, it's oh. an entire medley. Oh, it's a medley. You're a medley. It's a medley. It's, it's, it's a traffic medley. You're a medley of ridiculousness. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I'm glad I could enlighten you uh, on you. your own Highland Thank Games. You. On my own. Um, yeah. The yeah, Victoria no. Highland Games, by yeah. the way. Victoria. I'd like to thank uh, the producer, Candy Sprinkles, for handing me this event sheet so I knew what I was talking about. Or at least yep. sounded like I did. <laughs> yeah, because unless you're reading something in front of you, you wouldn't know Jack. Well, so, you know, the thing is, is fuck you, because it's, it's, it's weird that I can even read. But he knows Jack and Coke. The, oh, yeah. Jack Honey Jack. Coke. Honey Jack and, and Coke, Coke baby. There you go, baby. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, Dom, thanks for having us. Thanks for being here. What do you mean, thanks for having us? We thanks had him as our guest. What is the matter with you? <laughs> He's, we're a guest in his country, you... You're a guest in my asshole. Just shut the hell up for crying out loud. I have a permanent invitation to that. <laughs> permanent my ass. Brown sphere of gloriousness. You've got, a, you've got a 10, 10 visit punch card is what you got, okay? Well, I've just got to go and attend a, to my Bellingham game. Do, so. I get a, do, I get a free, do I get a free one every 10th? You get a handy in the bathroom. Hey, hey, hey. That's disgusting. Anyway, Dominic, Kenny <laughs> Sprinkle saying, "Shut it Dominic's down." Thank you very much, Dom, for being on our little show here. We My appreciate pleasure. it. My pleasure. We love you. You're like our brother, and we appreciate everything that you do. And we're looking forward to seeing you in Bellingham when we have the Bellingham <laughs> Highland Games, not the Victoria Games. Yeah, when we do our podcast there, we'll be make, we'll make sure we call it the Tacoma Highland Games or something like that. Yeah, we'll Perfect. be talking about I'll be Tacoma. There too. Well, I'll be ready for Tacoma then. I'm not going to be worried about Bellingham. We'll be on to the next. Oh, we're one. we're That's live perfect. from the Charleston. In Highland Gage, ladies and gentlemen. How are you doing today? Exactly right. Exactly right. I <laughs> love you guys, man. Love okay. you too, brother. Bye. Bye. Have a good one. That's a lovely accent you have. New Jersey? Austria. Austria? <laughs> well then, <laughs> good day, mate. <laughs> Let's put another shrimp on the barbie. So we're going to work the third attempts. So this is a chance to make an experience for us. Help us athletes put this thing over right Ladies and gentlemen, broadcast a lot to you and yours. Live from Victoria. And my main man, Exhibit. That's right, I'm on the mic like Walter Cronkite because Hoss is alone at the mic. Why? It is a beautiful Monday afternoon. The sun is out. It is glorious. We are in Victoria, British Columbia, and I am here. Um, the big, the bold, beautiful, the big daddy is bow out in the field as a judge. They're judging the a strongman competition, a new addition to the way in which uh, Victoria is doing their three-day holiday weekend. Today is Monday, yes, but it is a holiday in Canada, and the uh, crew are out at work. The beer garden is starting to fill up. The stands are starting to fill up, and the um, athletes are out in the field on what was the WAB standard yesterday and is now the um, standard for the keg toss. That's right, the keg toss. The keg toss is a 33-pound uh, keg, and uh, it is empty, of course. And uh, it is sponsored by Lighthouse Brewery, who makes a beautiful Highland Ale here for the Victoria Highland Games. And um, they are at 20... 
one feet, I believe. And um, we've got several athletes still in it. Some of the pros from the Highland Games are still in it. Like, um, I think the, uh, Andy Vincent is still in it. And then some local, uh, Victoria uh, and uh, British Columbia strongman competitor, competitors are up. Oh, and uh, he just missed his final attempt. He uh, A little bit of a tweak on the keg. It didn't go up perfectly as he would like. So, uh, as you heard, I'm on the mic by myself. I am because Jay is out doing his uh, challenge duties, but we will hopefully have, uh, well, we won't hopefully, he'll be on a little bit later. We'll also hopefully have some interviews with uh, some of the athletes, including our pros from yesterday and how it went. Um, Matt uh, Vincent was the winner for uh, the full pro games yesterday, and um, uh, Andy Vincent had a fantastic uh, challenge caber turn, winning uh, like 500 and some dollars that uh, was the prize money that the crowd helped come up with. Half of that uh, went to the, the women's winner, which I believe was Adrian Peterson. Uh, and um, and then Matt. So, uh, and, and Andy, sorry. Um, so here we are. I'm out. As you can tell, uh, Haas can't speak already because I'm just too in awe of what's going on. I just taped up my fork. There will be sheaf exhibition later. That's right. Sheaf. So we'll be back with uh, more interviews. We out to then. So you'll pick me up tonight at 7:45? Oh, well, no, I got a few things to to take care of first, but what, why don't we make it quarter to eight? <laughs> Stop it. Okay, 7.45. All right, Fork Talk, this is Haas. I'm back. Um, they've got a lot of activity going on here in Victoria. The athletes who are done in the keg toss are getting over and getting ready for the farmer's walk. Uh, and we have two athletes left in the... Um, in the keg for height and of course it is two highland athletes yep that's right uh spencer tyler uh from texas is here at uh the height of 25 feet they're now going for and big dan williams is left uh andy vincent just finished and couldn't quite get the 23 footer and so he's um uh, he's out now. We're down to two. Spencer is loaded. He's doing a spinning, like a spinning wob technique. And um, he is uh, set. He front swings, back swings. He casts. He spins one hard, and it comes off the angle. He lets off the angle outside of the standards. So just, just lost it a little bit. Dan Williams will be up now. Big Dan Williams. He... Um, he also is doing the spinning technique, right? So it's uh, similar to when you can spin for wob height. Uh, he is probably a good, oh gosh, 15, 20 paces off the bar. He goes between the legs, slide up and over, and he just clips the outside right post and gets over it. Um, but And it might have actually hit the bar and rolled over had he been inside the in, inside the uprights. So that was his first attempt. So two different techniques. Spencer does a um, keg swing in front of his body. Then he casts it behind his body, casts it out with a single spin, and launches up. Dan, between the legs for his first, then to his side, 
with the cast then high and a good spin up and through. Um, Spencer now up for his. He also is a good 15 to 20 paces off the bar. And um, he uh, is now getting ready. You can hear the crowd getting going. He swings in front, returns back, big cast out, flat and up. And he hits the left upright. He hits the left upright and destroys Big Daddy's chair. He destroys Big Daddy's chair. Oh, my gosh. Jay is not in that chair, luckily, but the Big Daddy was destroyed. Big Daddy's table was destroyed. He's disqualified Spencer for hitting his chair. All right, Big Dan Williams is up. Dan, first time in Victoria. He goes between the legs. He goes back. He spins. He launches up and high, and it's over. It's over. He hits the bar about three-fourths of the way over the bar. The the keg hits the bar about three-quarters of the way up uh, on the side angle and easily skips right over the bar and over on his second attempt. So now the third and final attempt for Spencer Tyler. Spencer... Uh, Dan in kilt, Spencer not. Spent, uh, some of the guys are going in just traditional uh, shorts for the strongman competition. Spencer not in a kilt currently. In shorts, got a glove on. He's approaching the keg. Got a look on it. Likes his spot. He swings in front of his body. He casts buck back. Swings out, up and over, and it left. It gets out of his hand again and off to the right. And the crowd gives him a great, great. Round of applause, excellent effort, and Dan Williams wins the keg over bar toss. Good for Dan. All right, they are now going to be getting ready for the uh, farmer walk. Uh, they've already started judging it over there. Uh, Thunder Ray Shahavitz, the athletic director, is doing that. You can hear um, Carl Jensen on the microphone for the crowd. Uh, Carl's a great supporter of the Highland Games. He is a councilman up here in the politics. He just got reelected, actually, in Victoria. And um, been a great, uh, one of the best guys on the mic in the Highland Games uh, that I've ever worked with. He's really good. Gets the crowd going all day long. And I am Haas. This is Fork Talk, episode 29. And uh, we'll be getting ready for the next event. And hopefully get uh, Big Daddy over here for a comment. First time I set eyes on Mary Swanson, I just got that old-fashioned romantic feeling where I'd do anything to boner. That's a special feeling, Lloyd. All right, in Fork Talk, we are back. Back in the hizzy. Back in black. In the beer garden. And that dulcet tone you hear is the man that's been missing this second half of the podcast. And that is the bald, the beautiful, the national treasure, big Daddy O'Neill. Welcome, oh. Big Daddy. Hey, thanks for having me back. I had Exhibit on earlier, and I thought Thrower X might show up, but uh, you know, you, you were out in the field. I couldn't ask you. The problem Thrower X is having, I mean, he sent me a text message, and he said that he wasn't going to come out here because he supports mediocre throwers. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And the only ones out here today are novices. Um, ah. He did show up briefly, I guess, on Saturday. Okay. And was cheering on some guys, but... Um, 
I didn't see him. Mm. There you go. But that's why he's so erect. He he comes and goes when he pleases, and he doesn't give a fuck what anybody thinks, (laughs) which is is obvious by wearing the mask that he wears. And that is true that the, uh, oh, I love you. Thanks for the. uh, Oh, that's real nice. Thanks for giving me one, too. Keep. That's okay. Well, I was yeah. just handed a beer ticket. That's very nice. Ladies and gentlemen, I was just shirked. Shirked. I'll, I'll, share, I'll share it with you. I'll get you a cider. Gretchen Yoder. So that is true. So on Monday, we've got the novices throwing here at uh, Victoria. Yeah, they are. And um, and then, as I've said, we've got the strongman competitions. And, Jay, you are the official judge of the strongman competition. I am. I'm the the, uh, the head judge for this competition. It's uh, the first year, first annual Victoria Strongest Man. Yeah. 360 per hand on the farmer's walk. He just made the whole length. That's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, guy named Jay Smith. He's pretty strong. I've been watching him this weekend. Very good. He threw as well, did he not? I believe he did. Yeah, that's great. I don't think he threw very well, but he threw. I was excited to see on the keg toss that the, the final contestants were Highland Games athletes. Oh, yeah. 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 They dominated it. And it was, uh, first was, um, already, I, Dan, I, hmm? yeah, Dan Williams. Dan Williams. Yep. Uh, second was Spencer Tyler, and third was Andy Vincent. That's right. I'd put an asterisk next to Dan and Spencer's name because they spun it. They were doing lo- the spin. I was, uh, telling everybody about that. That's right. So, but, you know, what the hell? They got it over, and everybody was happy. Yeah, they love it. So we still have uh, several events left to go. This farmer walk is still not done, and then they're going to um, do uh, potentially a medley. It may have to get uh, dropped because of timing. Well, that would be my recommendation, but we, I don't know if they'll take it. And then we've got what else going on? Uh, there's, there's a, a log, sto- log press. Log press, okay. And a stone. Is there a stone uh, on the? No, stone's part of the medley. That was part of the medley? Yeah. Okay. And then, of course, uh, Dom, uh, our rhino, our security officer, just brought out a sheaf bag and put it next to the the standards. Yep. For the first time, the the field actually looks properly ordained. It's about time they put sheaf on this field. And my new We've fork is for years. My new fork is sitting just to my right. I just put a little new tape on the handle and the and the uh, grip. It's quite lovely. Very professional tape job. Yes, it is. It looks fantastic, actually. And uh, I can't wait to just go out there and just warm up. I just need to throw a little bit. I can't wait to watch you. I mean, I don't need to be in the competition. I just want to throw. You don't need to do anything you don't want to do. I just want to be. I just want to throw. Um, well, this well, no is, one's going to stop you. It's true. No one's going to stop me. Nobody is going to go out on that field and stop you, Hoss Laker. So the um, nobody's going to break your stride. No one's going to break my stride. Nobody going to throw me down. Oh no! Okay, so um, yeah. I'm, ex- I'm excited about a beautiful day, Big Daddy. This I am is too. awesome. It is a beautiful day. It's beautiful blue skies. Beautiful blue skies. A slight breeze coming from the west. Yep, very nice. Uh, we've got our sunscreen on. Uh, Devil Ange and Candy Sprinkles are not with us. They had to get back uh, to the States. And we are... Uh, oh, and he's, he's going. He's going all the way. Can he do it? Can he do it? Can he do it? Can he do it? Wow. He's pretty psyched up about it. He just hit another distance. Did he go up in weight? He went up to 400 pounds. 400 pounds. Wow, there's your winner right there. That's fantastic. 
Um, yeah, so the ladies don't get upset when they listen to this. We have our sunscreen on. You've been wearing a hat. I've been wearing a hat. We've also got sunscreen on. I've been drinking fluid when it has been, been getting been. knocked off my chair by an implement. Yep, you've been attacked regularly. Um, okay, well, hopefully we'll get some interviews in here, hopefully, and uh, we'll keep going on the day. That out, sounds good. Out we go. How much you want to bet? I don't bet. What do you mean you don't bet? I mean, I don't bet. You know, I don't care. I don't. I never have, and I never will. Yeah, right. I bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you three to one odds. No. Five to one. No. Ten to one. You're on. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to get you. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. I don't know how, but I'm going to get it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And we back. Back in black. And uh, Big Daddy. Boss. Here is a cheers to you. Big Highland uh, Lighthouse Highland Brew Ale. Cheers to you, my brother. Yes, indeed. It's back at you, my brother from another mother. Here, I'm going to take a sip. I'm going to take a sip, too, same time. That's some golden goodness right there. It it is. They are doing their um, awards for the final day of the Victoria Highland Games. Big Daddy and I are here to the end because that's the kind of dedication we have. Pretty much. Yeah? Pretty much. You know, when they call for uh, people to come out and help, they call the uh, Big Daddy and the old Hoss, and they say, hey, we need some help. We're here. We're here. And you did a fine job of judging the uh, Strongman competition. Well done. Thank you very much. It was like herding cats, but it worked. I had a wonderful time hanging out with uh, the um, novice class today. I saw you working with them. You spent all day working with those guys, and I'm sure they really appreciate it. I did. I enjoyed it very much, especially teaching them sheep. Yeah, actually, uh, I muscled in on the end of that one, and that was fun to watch. Really fun. They, I told them basically how amazing the sport was, that it was the greatest event ever invented on God's green earth. Um, they looked at me quizzically at first, like, really? You serious? And I showed them all the etiquettes. I let them use my fork. Uh, they, yeah, that was crazy. Novice is using your fork. They, they, um, they at first weren't quite getting her down, and then a couple of guys started grooving it in and trusting the fork, trusting the drive, the dip, the pull, and letting the fork do the work. Yep. And uh, we had two guys that went up 18, 19, 20. Then we, since they were in 20 range, you were helpful with me because we said, you're in big boy territory. You go up 22. Uh-huh. And they uh, just missed it. Yeah, they wanted to go 21 feet. And I said, you know what? If you got 20, you got 22. Unfortunately, I was wrong. But I'm telling you what, unlike every other event out there, it captured those two guys' imagination and the other guys who watched to the point now where all they're going to talk about is Sheaf Rocks. I think they were bewildered by their amazement with the event that is Sheaf. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, We can't say enough. Watching their excitement was like watching toddlers open Christmas presents. That's right. It, it was. It really was. I mean, seriously, the glow in their eyes, the the, the, the drool in their oh, yeah. their lips, their, the, the, the the redness of their cheeks, the load in their diapers, their, <laughs> the way they waddled over to the sheaf bag. <laughs> Fantastic! It was amazing. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Carl Jensen. Carl Jensen. Carl Jensen. Thank yes. you, Carl Jensen. Cheers. Hey, why don't you say something and give him, a, give him a hot mic? Here's a hot mic right here. Thanks for having us, gentlemen. I want to thank the boys of Ford Talk for. 
making Victoria a stop on your worldwide oh, tour. Oh, it's our one and only favorite stop, I'll tell you we, that. Our, our games is better off having you guys here. We appreciate you guys being here, and I think you guys being part of it as, as officials, as judges, as friends, and, and competitors is, is fantastic. It's, it's always a pleasure. You guys are our friends from across the border, and, and you'll always be welcome. Thank you very much, Carl. Carl Jensen is Carl Jensen, the, you the man. He is the man. Carl. Thank you very much, Carl. Thanks, Carl. I'm going to tell you a little thing about Carl Jensen. Most people probably don't know, other than the fact that he's he's uh, councilman. He's in the uh, government here in Victoria, British Columbia. Yep, I, I gave um, the Fork Talk crew a little info about that while you were out doing your thing. Carl Jensen actually rebuilt the heavy athletics here in Victoria. They were really shabby yeah. for a while. And uh, Carl and a handful of other guys, to include Ray Shahovitz and uh, Adam Drummond and those guys, they pulled it all together and they made it what it is today. They've had world championships here. Um, on these grounds, they've had world records here on these grounds. They they run a really tight ship. Yep, it's wonderful. You know, and uh, I can't say enough about them. It, it still is. I don't care what anybody says. It's my favorite game of the season. Yes, I love Pleasanton. Yes, I love Enumclaw. But of all the games I've ever done, Victoria is always my number one favorite. It is a beauty, and I heard, I overheard some of the pros saying again, it's just it's in their top list because it's just a wonderful weekend. Yep. And we had great weather. It was uh, warm, but not too hot. The sun was out. Oh, the it was beautiful. The crowds were deep and heavy. The beer garden was full and heaving. Yep. If, if you want to throw, this was thrower's weather. Oh, it was. It was. Especially when we threw on on Saturday. Yes. That was thrower's weather, ladies and gentlemen. It started out mm. a little cool, maybe like sixty-ish degrees. It was just a little bit overcast, and it opened up, hit about 72, didn't get any hotter than that, didn't get humid, Yeah, and it was lovely. Fantastic. And the number one thing about these games, you may have mentioned it, is we start early and we finish early. I didn't mention it this time, but we have in the past. Um, the unique thing about this game is the amateur events. Listen up, all you athletes who eventually are ADs or influencing uh, uh, game groups. They start at 8 a.m., which is usually an hour earlier than most games, but they start early, 8 a.m., and they are done with at least seven or eight events by 12, 12.30. Yep. And then the opening ceremonies happen, and then the pros pick up at 1, 1.30, and the whole afternoon is spent by us amateurs enjoying our morning throw in the beer garden, watching the pros, and talking smack, and it's fantastic. Here it is. It's, if you're a thrower... If you're uh, in the Highland Games and you enjoy the uh, camaraderie of the games, there's really no place that you're going to experience it better than right here in Victoria. Yep, it's fantastic. So if you have a passport, if you have an enhanced uh, driver's license, whatever you have, next year for the 153rd you anniversary, make this one of your stops. It's early in the season. Yep, good start. And starter. they do a great job. And like like we always say, the people that run this event, I'm gonna, I got to say something about the volunteers because I, I can't believe they have one of the best volunteering crews ever oh, out here. We've That's been fantastic. all over the freaking world, for Island Games. Yeah, and the, as far as it goes with the the volunteers, we've got amazing volunteers where we come from, you know, Bellingham. But these guys are like our volunteers on steroids. These people start from Friday morning, and they were going until... They're still going. They're still tearing shit down. On Monday. Monday afternoon, Monday evening. And it's the same fucking guys and girls. It's the same fucking people that have been here all weekend long that are still fucking here doing it. It's and, amazing. And they got a smile on their face. It's yeah, wonderful. They don't even... Yeah. You know, they're not getting paid a goddamn thing. They're just doing it for the love of the games, and they're, they're amazing. Kim, they're simply amazing. I just got a back rub from Kim on the way by. Congratulations. Woohoo! Good thing she didn't touch me. I'd have broke her arm. 
All right, so listen, Big Daddy, we were yeah. we talked numerous times this weekend about potentially having some interviews, and other than Carl coming over, we just didn't yeah. make it happen. And yeah. it wasn't for not. Several times, Matt Vincent, Andy Vincent, a couple of the guys said, hey, I'm sorry, I, did, I missed you. Happy to get on if you guys want me. And we're like, yeah, 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 we'll do it. Come by. And it's just such a long weekend. There's so much going on that every time we were about to do something, we're like, yeah, it's just not going to work. You know, what are right. you going to do? Yeah, you know. <laughs> We had an amazing show anyway, without him. It's true. So, you know, yeah, I, 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 would I have loved to have him? Absolutely. But we, did we make it without him? Fuck yeah. That's right, baby. That's right. Because in the end, this show is always about two people, Hoss. You, me. And that's it. You and me. Pretty that's much. right. Yeah. Well, the, the ladies are safely back home. We are going to get packed up here and head for the uh, ferry. Yeah, we're not talking about a gay guy running around in diapers. We're talking about nope. an actual boat. <laughs> a boat. Yep, that's right. Um, once again, thanks to the Victoria Highland Games Association and all the hospitality they've showed us. We had our new Fork Talk banner out on the on oh, the front of the glorious. table here, out in front, getting a little publicity, which was nice. Yeah. Yep, and, and you know the, that's the thing about those games too. They let us set up right in a beer garden, right on the field. Yeah, you know, security never even blinked. They, no. they assumed we obviously were doing something of importance or had something to do with the games. They didn't mess around with us, just setting up, being here. Yep. People were respectful, but but having fun behind us, all of that. It was fantastic. Great fans, great people, uh, lovely crowd. Yep, fantastic. Okay, um, and Big Daddy? Yes. And that's the show. And that's the show. <laughs> Thanks to all of our sponsors, specifically MattressRanch.com, yep. which we didn't get a sh- uh, chance to shout out in the initial He's our segment. only sponsor now. That's it. Mattress, the main man, Mattress Ranch. That's all we need, though, if you ask me. That's all we need. All and, we need uh, is Mattress Ranch and everyone else can. Oh. Um, I have no idea what our likes are up to, but uh, hopefully they're, you know, ga- actually, we they, they gamed. They came back from our... Down, down spiral. So that's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got yep. a lot of likes and uh, and a lot of plays. So thank you, thank you. The uh, podcast comes out whenever we damn well please. Pretty much. It is uh, at a www.fork-talk.com. It's also at at fork talk one word dot podbean dot com you can find it on itunes itunes under fork talk you can find it on stitcher which stitcher. is an app for android and uh, you can generally google us and you'll come up right away with fork talk right at the top oh yeah um just and, google the shit out of it make sure you put a little hyphen between the fork and the talk that's right and with that we uh we head out hashtag what hashtag what what hey big daddy yep you are the sheaf to my fork yes and you know what you are the Easter to my keister. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. Well, Schlunchamore, great health. Captain Quint, take it away. Take it away. And I hope there's no shot. I hope there's no sharks in the Straits of Juan de Fuca as we go back. Well, if they are, don't worry. I'll punch them right in the fucking nose. All right. We out. The rap on the beat gives you a little respect around here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, law dog. Yeah, law don't go around here, law dog. <laughs> Well, and adieu to you fair Spanish ladies. Farewell, and adieu to you ladies of Spain. For we've received orders for to sail back to Boston. And so never more shall we see you again. Thanks for listening to Fork Talk with your she-fork-wielding, lovable host, Big Daddy and Haas. Check out www.fork-talk.com for more episodes. We throw heavy stuff for fun, people. Caber up!